1: And now he brings you even closer to the movers and shakers in the world of high echelon tournament water skiing. From the founder and creator of the Water Ski Broadcasting Company comes the TWBC Podcast. And now here's your host, Tony Lightfoot,
0: and greetings and salutations to all here from the Greater Miami Waterski Club, uh, where they'll be hosting the Greater Miami Pro Slalom event. My name is Tony Lightfoot. This is the latest edition of the TWBC podcast, and I'm so pleased to have this this young lady here uh, for uh, for this episode. Her name is Janina Bonneman. How are you doing?
2: Hi Tony, I'm doing good. How about you?
0: I'm doing very well, doing very well. So, uh, uh, or should I say, sehr gut. Sehr gut.
2: Practicing we- your German again?
0: Yes, indeed. Trying, but I w- but I won't be doing this entire podcast in German. Uh, ge- <laughs> ge- ge- <laughs> that would be fun. <laughs> yeah, that would be considering the, the the level of German I'm trying to get to right now. But uh, uh, but. I'll put that aside for a moment, at least a short while, at least. Anyway, uh, Janina Bonneman, uh, uh, it's been quite an interesting season so far, wouldn't you say? Uh, uh, Try and give us a little bit of a summation of... uh, What was your first tournament of the season, by the way?
2: Um, I guess I was one of the LCQs for Masters. So, um, yeah, qualifying for the Masters in trick and jump. I think that's how we started the season. And, um, yeah, then I went into, I think, uh, I went home after that and uh, skied uh, the European Championships, which went really well. Um, And then after that, I came back to the U.S. for the U.S. Open, and I had a blast there. I skied really well. I won the trick event and won won overall and uh, jumped really well as well. And then um, it was basically time to, like, take a little break but also like slowly get ready for worlds um and then to be honest after that oh in between we had uh the awesome um overall tournament uh, over in austria Yeah. Oh, over in austria which was which was awesome i i love going to those events and but yeah after after the u.s open um i kind of started struggling a little bit and uh suffered a few injuries um first one was on my on my left foot and um yeah I couldn't couldn't ski for a while and then once I picked it back up I I it was just uh basically a couple of weeks to go until worlds and um yeah I started jumping again and then right before worlds just one day before official practice I took another crash and uh injured my my sacrum my my glutes And uh, from that point on, it uh, all was uh, just kind of a struggle.
0: Yeah, 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 I saw that crash myself firsthand. I mean, I looked around and said, she's gone. Oh my yeah. word! Yeah, I mean, I mean, but they're part and the parcel of a uh, jumping, unfortunately. But uh, let's go, let's go uh, back to the Masters qualifiers. I mean, because you qualified out of those tournaments uh, in the tricks and the jump event. and uh, you were actually uh, you alongside your uh, your future husband uh, com- competed. Uh, I'm not too sure. Was this your first Masters that you competed in, or not?
2: No, it was actually I don't know my my third Pro Masters, I think, or. Um, and I have done a, a couple of junior masters so I've been there in, in tricks for a few years um, but it's always good to, to go back to Callaway Gardens and it's a, a great site and it's always such a great atmosphere to ski there and it was awesome to have Dane there with me this time skiing. He always came to support me in the past few years but this time we we ski- both skied and uh, it was a great experience.
0: How does that work? You know, an overall skier primarily specializing in tricks and jump, uh, you know, and trying to bounce off uh, te- uh, technical tips on what have and with someone who's best known for his uh, slalom skiing attributes. I mean, how does that work?
2: I mean, Dane helps me quite a bit with my slaloming and I help, try to help him as much as I can. Um, but it's not only like the technical stuff. It's a lot is mental, right? Like. um uh-huh you we we just talk about um what we want to improve and where we want to go and then the rest is kind of the mental side of like uh supporting each other and like giving each other a good feeling on how we're doing
0: all right and we're definitely going to go back to this uh, repetitively during the during the podcast i mean we're, we're probably witnessing the next power power couple in uh, in tournament water skiing uh you met in college, didn't you?
2: That's right. We met in Lafayette, Louisiana. We we started college there together, and it didn't take long. Uh, we <laughs> started hanging out quite a bit, and um, yeah, then I don't know. It just kind of happened, and uh, we we just always had fun together, skied together, went to the gym together, did everything together, and that's how it developed.
0: Yeah, I just kind of got that sense that you know, just right, 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 <laughs> right, right, right from the, right from the get go. I mean, I'd thought. If, if there was any more two compatible people, it was Janina and it was Dane. But anyway, but uh, we'll we'll con- we'll continue right along. Uh, I mean, what what was it like skiing in Lafayette? You know, I mean, it's it's a it's a, it's a deep lake. Total, totally different setup to what you're probably used to educationally compared to germany so what was that like uh, what was was that a bit of a culture shock going from where you are in germany uh, which i assume is bavaria right
2: no it's actually dortmund it's in more dortmund. the yes it's it's further in the in the north the western part it's in
0: the industrialized like, part yes, of germany
2: exactly that's right we and- iron and steel and
0: (laughs) and all that kind of stuff and now you've been thrust into the middle of cajun country where it's nothing but gators and uh and tabasco you know
2: i must say i was scared of the gators at first but then once i started realizing ah they kind of staying away it it was totally fine but i had a blast there and it was a great opportunity for me to like combine my studies with skiing like i could have never done that at home and i could have never been at this kind of level Um, of skiing that I'm at right now if I had stayed at home um plus like just being out at the lake with your friends all the time, hanging out, your like your college friends are your ski friends and you do everything together. It was just awesome and um I'm really thankful that I got the opportunity to go there and um like learn the language better and uh and ski a lot. Ski almost all year round. It was it was awesome. And Airport Lake is a great lake to ski, especially to trick. Um so I really enjoyed it.
0: And I mean I mean, learning like, uh, learning English it is pretty much compulsory in Germany, isn't it, to uh, the secondary educational level?
2: It is. So now they're st- actually starting earlier, almost in first grade. Oh wow! Um, I didn't start until like fifth grade, um, but then you have it like every year you have to take English class, and um, yeah, you just you just learn um, the basics, the the grammar and stuff, and then I guess like th- I, it was easier for me. To learn it because I went to all the tournaments and then I actually had the opportunity to so you speak kind of, to people. Yeah,
0: so you kind of immerse um, yourself in a more English-centric world.
2: Yes, that's right. And I know a lot of my classmates, they had a harder time to learn the language because they weren't exposed to it as much.
0: All right, then. So, uh, we alluded to the fact that you come from Dortmund in Germany. Uh, it, it almost seems strange to me that... that there, I mean, you're part of a large water skiing family. I mean, there's three of you. There's you. You got you. You've got two sisters. But the fact of the matter is, is that tournament skiing in Germany, at least behind the boat, is, is. Almost non-existent because it's almost been legislated off the water, hasn't it? For to a certain extent.
2: Yes. So actually, we are four. I have an older brother as oh, well. Oh, okay. But um, yeah, it's it's really tough to find a lake in Germany. Like um, we have a lot of restrictions um, on the lake to not run boats there, and even the lake that we we ski at at home, um, we are only allowed to run LPG, the liquid gas. Um, Just because of the environment and, like, to develop a new lake is almost impossible and it gets harder and harder every year.
0: Wow. Okay, and uh, and kind of kind of give us an overview of your family. I mean, you you mean you, your three. Uh, I mean, your three siblings, four four siblings, right? Four siblings, four, that's four, right. four, four <laughs> siblings. You know, I mean, just just actually finding time for each of you each day on the water. I mean, that 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 must be just absolutely mind-boggling. I mean, who gets to trick first? Who slants first? I'll slalom first. <laughs> who wants to jump first? Me.
2: Yeah, so so that was always it was always a a lot of fun to travel together. I mean with my with my parents together we had a big camper and we would go to Austria, Italy, Spain, wherever it took us like to find good coaching and um, in the beginning my, my brother was always with us as well he then when he was about like 16 17 he kind of he quit and um so that's why he hasn't been around as much but then chiara and Kalata were always with me and uh we had so much fun and yes my parents had to sacrifice a lot to get us on the water but they just just loved it in general like they my dad loves the sport and he wanted us to ski and at first it wasn't even planned for us to ski competitively but we kind of just like one step at a time and we got into it and then there was no way we were going to stop again so um yeah thanks to my parents um we all became great skiers
0: all right, then, let's fast forward a little bit. The Morally US Open. Uh, the, the f- Probably the first time that we really see senior ski all season, at least in, the, at least in, in an overall work capacity or, or for the tricking capacity. I mean, you tricked 10,180 points, which I believe set the European record at that time, That's yeah? That's right. And you did it twice?
2: I did it twice. I did it in prelims and finals. I had a great weekend and it just felt ready for it. Um, and I had actually set that record like the year before, but it was at a non-record capable tournament. But we had all the judges, we had all the setup, but it didn't, I mean, because it was not um, approved to be a record tournament, it didn't go through. So um, I was so happy and stoked to do it at the U.S. Open. And then it was, I guess, the perfect timing um, because that also made me win the tournament.
0: All right then. So, uh, working away a little bit further along from the season, you took a little bit of a rest. I, I think I think you were you was even still battling a little injury. You had an injury to yes. your foot, wasn't it? I had
2: it? an injury to my foot at that time at the US Open and it turned out to actually um, which I, I found out later that I have had a heel fracture.
0: Oh, wow. Um,
2: But it was a non-weight-bearing bone, they told me, and um, it wasn't that bad. Like, after I was... uh, Was it a stress fracture? um, No, it probably... I just landed a little bit weird on something and kind of, like, tweaked it, and um, then it actually... Like, I battled with it for a couple of weeks, then took, like, two weeks off, and after that I had no more pain. Um, So I thought it was totally fine until I... Reinjured my foot on, at a different spot and then I actually got an MRI taken before I didn't really do anything about it because I thought it was just like oh it's just a sprain and so I got that MRI I got the results back and I was like oh yeah you've had a, a fracture at one of the bones in your heel. and you um, heal and then uh, plus that I had a Lisfranc sprain and some bone bruising in my foot which uh, yeah took me a while to recover from as well so i had to take some more time off after that
0: all right then so uh worlds i mean obviously a lot uh if you're an overall skier the world is basically it you know i mean i mean like the the biggest prize that you could get in tournament water skiing and uh things were looking good
2: things were looking really good i was um even though i i had only jumped like, basically for, I don't know, 10 days, I was back, like, going over the ramp for 10 days. Um, I felt pretty good, but I guess maybe I just tried to push it a little bit too much, and that's why, why I crashed. I, I, I've been going back so many times, and I can't really explain to myself what really happened. I'll, but tell,
0: I'll tell you what happened. The wind swung around. Yeah. So right. so it went from a headwind, and then it went to a cross, and by the time you hit the ramp, it was actually a tailwind, and you you, you pressed, and there was nothing there. I mean, it just phew, yeah. took took the skis from right out underneath you.
2: Yeah. Well, so I don't know. It's it's things you learn from. It it was heartbreaking. Um, I wasn't sure if I was going to be able to ski or not in the world, but until then, like. Um, it was all going really well. I was like close to running 38 and like, or I was getting deep 38 every day. I was, I was standing up my trick runs. Um, I was jumping really good. So um, yeah, it was it was heartbreaking when I crashed and then didn't really know if I could compete at all.
0: And I mean, ov- ov- obviously, you gave in a, a little bit of a breakdown as to what as to what happened, injury-wise, and all that kind of stuff. But I mean, the Austrian, uh, I mean, I mean the German team, and and some of the Austrians rallied round round to your corner to to try and get offer you the best care, the best help that you needed. And you have, and I mean, you got back, and you actually skied skied in the worlds, uh, despite a crash that could have easily have wiped you out from participating in that event totally. So, I mean, I mean, Stefan was was definitely on, on his game helping you out it there. Was, yeah.
2: It was incredible, the support I got. I mean, like, from the start, Jacinta being there, like, talking me through it. I was laying on the dock. I couldn't move, and she was just uh, so yeah, was awesome there. to, like, walk me through what could have happened and what I should do and all that. So thank you again to thanks again to Jacinta for being there for me and then um, I don't know like all the people the Italian team the French team like I mean so many people who reached out to me and helped me like it was just incredible to see what kind of support team I had of course Stefan who like organized everything behind the scenes to like somehow make it possible for me to get on the water and um, I'm super thankful that that everyone like stepped up and like, um, I don't know, like tried to help me out. Um, I'm still bummed that in the end it didn't go as I wanted it to go, but I guess con- considering everything, and it went really well.
0: All right then. So, and of course, referring to Stefan Vild, who, who, who himself was a former world champion, at least in the, in the in the junior ranks. And you know, you mentioned a little bit about Jacinta Carroll, who went on to actually win the uh, the world jump title and would about a week or so later take the uh, the world jumping record. But. The fact that you actually mentioned her and all the other folks there kind of gives me a, a sense of how much camaraderie actually exists in the realm of, of of women's water skiing and jumping, especially. It seems.
2: It really does. Like, I mean, I don't think. Um, yeah, I think like everybody is is there to help out each other. Like, I don't think anybody would say like, oh um yeah i don't i don't really care what happened to you everybody kind of feels bad and um then you're just trying to help the other skier to make the most of it
0: all right then so uh we'll round off uh, the podcast uh, in in just a, just a little bit uh, thank you very much for being a participant is there any kind of thanks that you want to give to to those that have supported you and those that have uh, really helped you out in the uh, in the last few years i would say
2: there are so many, so many people that I have to thank, and I'm probably gonna forget a, a whole bunch. But I mean, Pika Ski School has been supporting me for for a long time now. Britta and Jer- Jared, Jared, Well and have always been there for me from the start, kind of. And then Javier, Julio, he has been there for me on the shorelines, like, and and in the boat, like quite a bit and uh, he has done an awesome job in supporting me of course Dane and my my parents and I mean there's so many other people that I'm probably now forgetting but uh, a huge thanks to everyone who has been part of my journey.
0: Alright then and uh, we typically stop right there but uh, but I was reminded of the fact that sometime next year you've got you've got wedding plans haven't you?
2: Yes we, we still got to figure all that out, it's not been easy with COVID to figure it out to uh, plan everything because i mean my family is in europe dane's family is here so it was kind of hard to plan because no one could really travel things are starting to open up so i hope we can we can start figuring everything out pretty soon and almost, find a good date
0: almost word for word for what dane said uh, but uh, we'll round off there thank you very much indeed uh, 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 my name is tony lightford Janina Bonneman was here with this latest edition of the TWBC podcast. Uh, So until next time, it is going to be ciao for now.
1: Thank you for listening to the TWBC podcast. Be sure to check out our website at waterskibroadcasting.com. Links to our presence on major social media platforms can be found there, as well as updates to our webcast and this podcast. Duplication or rebroadcasting of this broadcast without written consent of TWBC is prohibited. Subscribe to us on your favorite podcast platform and be sure to join us next time for the next edition of the TWBC podcast.